Hello, and welcome to FGC Philosophy. I'm Tavian, the Philosopher Napier. I'm a life coach for gamers and non-gamers, a competitor, a commentator, and so many other things. Uh, but most of all, I love personal growth. And I love talking about the fighting game community, two things that I'm very, very passionate about. And those are the things that I use to help me level up inside and outside the virtual arena. Which brings me to this episode's topic. Uh, I actually got asked a question from a friend and found it challenging to just respond via text. So I waited to respond until I did my live stream after my tournament. I do those every Monday, so I knew I was going to be doing it. And I took some time after the tournament to talk about this topic and basically turned that into a little mini podcast where I talk about that. And so this clip is going to be from that stream, a part of that stream. Uh, I tried to do minimal editing because I wanted to get the overall uncut version of the video for you guys to listen to, because a lot of this I was trying to process and think about, but never really wrote down. So this is me talking about the topic from the top of my head, uh, but also just trying to explain it as best I can for him to help him and help other people potentially. Uh, so hopefully it's enjoyable for you guys as well. And before I even get to that topic, I also talk about why I started FGC philosophy. And I think that's a great intro topic to kind of discuss. And so I'm glad that I did that as well, killing two birds with one stone. But nonetheless, a little update or updates for me, uh, in case you didn't know, I did get married over the weekend last weekend. So it's been one whole week now, exactly a week and a day. And now uh, still adjusting, getting a lot of things done, uh, working on business stuff as well. So working on making sure the family is good and growing and also trying to figure out a lot of things with my new career. And uh, there's a lot of opportunities for me there that I don't want to talk about just yet. Uh, but once I can, I really want to share those things as well, because it's as exciting as when I got the job at Western, at least for me. Uh, so I can do a lot of good while also making an income for myself. And I really want to talk about that once that becomes an opportunity. Uh, but for now, that's all I can say about it. Last little bit is thank you guys so much for supporting me as you do. Uh, one of the ways you can support me is on Patreon. As little as a dollar a month can go a long way. Uh, and that said, shout out to my patrons for supporting me. I greatly appreciate you guys. And uh, I want to continue to be the best that I can be to help you guys level up as well. So that said, I hope you guys enjoy this clip and I will see you all in the next one. What's going on, guys? Philosopher here, and I'm going to do a short live podcast to talk about a topic that I got DM'd from a friend. And I think it's a great con conversation piece. I think it's a good topic, and I've talked about topics or surrounding it, so to speak, and maybe uh, touched on it here and there. And that's uh, fear-based mindset or advice on fear-based mindsets. I will get to that uh, very shortly. But a little bit about this podcast, for those who may not know all of it, is that, uh, one, I see fighting games as an analogy for a real life i feel like it's a perfect analogy for real life so a lot of the advice and, and topics that i cover uh, they tend to be interchangeable when they're mo mainly personal development related uh, and for those who aren't familiar fgc is fighting game community uh, that's kind of the community i call home that i i 
spend most of my free time with when I'm not with my family or anything work related. Uh, and honestly, I'm trying to make the FGC part of my career in some ways, along with my coaching services and things of that nature. Uh, but I, I do find that in my journey of self-development, personal growth, whatever you want to call it, that fighting games are always this great analogy for the breakthroughs and the ideas and the mentalities that I, I have or overcome over the years. Fighting games have always been there with me uh, throughout my journey of personal development. So it's like I almost translate uh, different situations from fighting games to personal growth. So that said, my uh, friend actually DM'd me a question um, using a fighting game analogy, but not necessarily applying to fighting game analogy. And I'll, I'll read that for you guys right now. So any advice on fear-based mindsets? And I just asked for a little bit more elaboration and responded with just being worried about failing or having anxiety about failing. A lot of times people become focused on worst possible outcome. If I put it in fighting game terms, it would be being overly concerned about losing the match or rank. I think that's the main point of what he is saying here. Yeah, and so he's not necessarily replying to himself, but also people that he's observed over time. And so... Yeah, I, I want to explain why being conscious of a fear-based mindset is important. And uh, I kind of talk about this with uh, AG as well, but this is this is somebody else. And the, the first thing to understand about fear-based mindsets, if you don't already know this, is knowing that the focus, one, acknowledging or understanding that you do have the ability to change what your focus is, is very important. And I'm, I'm going to have to write some of these down as I go so I can keep track of all my ideas. I always like write my ideas down. And this one I'm going off the top of the dome, but I'm still going to just jot the ideas down so I can circle back to them and recap later on. So number one, if I can type. So let's say it's called knowing you can change your fear, your, knowing you can change your thoughts away from fear. Because the thing you have to understand is that when you're focusing on what you're fearing, you're not giving yourself enough mental bandwidth to focus on actually changing your outcome, actually focusing on what is important. And so it's important to start there so that we can have a, a, a baseline of understanding that one, your focus on fear affects your performance is the bottom line, right? Focus on fear affects performance. How does it affect performance, you might say? Well, if you are focused on, let, let's pick something specific. Let's create a scenario so I can better explain my idea. Let's say I'm in a tournament and I'm nervous and um, I'm nervous to be on stream. Like I have stream nerves or stream jitters, right? That's, that's my thing. Uh, it's different for every person, but this is just one scenario among many. Now, the situation itself isn't the issue. It's what's happening within that situation. I am too busy focused on my fear of being on stream. Now, my thought process might be, oh, what if I look like an idiot on stream? What if I make a mistake? What if I drop a combo? What if I fall? What if I look stupid? Mix, repeat, go on, go on, go on. You get the idea. Something along those lines. Now, uh, I think that's pretty relatable to most people. But the thing about overcoming a fear-based mindset is choosing consciously or subconsciously to redirect your focus onto something else. And I think a lot of people struggle with that area because they have not learned how to 
focus their thoughts. And I can't really think of a better method of being in control or being more conscious of your thoughts other than meditation, because meditation is you actively being more aware of your thoughts, being more in control of your thoughts, being more still with your thoughts. And so it's hard for me to not bring up meditation, but you need some way to still your mind. You need some way, some sort of focus. Uh, certain people, it's breathing or finding something that you can narrow in on and push out anything that doesn't matter. You know, I think a lot of us, at least most of the guys have learned how to push out certain painful emotions in some ways. This is somewhat similar, but not as toxic. You're not pushing out the emotion. You're not pushing, subsiding the, the emotion. You're you're redirecting the thought that leads to the emotion. So if you redirect the thought onto something else, you don't ever actually have that emotion that causes you to be triggered. Uh, and so it's really important to understand that you have to have a belief system in place that you can change your thought process. Otherwise, nothing else matters. So it kind of starts with acknowledging and believing, acknowledging that you can change your thoughts and then actually believing that you are one of those people that can change your thoughts rather than thinking there's something wrong with you you can't change your thoughts. Other people don't understand your situation is unique. Uh, I think a lot of times when we're younger or less experienced, um, we don't feel like other people can relate to us because we're not saying in a way that helps them understand from our point of view. So we, we go under this assumption that our, our issue is unique when in fact a lot of people have these same common issues. It took me hundreds and hours, hundreds and hundreds of hours of coaching clients and classmates to come to this conclusion. But I realized that a lot of these insecurities, a lot of these issues that people have, they're very, very common. They just are somewhat unique in terms of the situation and the individual's mindset because no two people are the same. Every brain is like a fingerprint. The personality is going to be different, which means what triggers you, what makes you upset, what makes you uh, scared is going to be different. So then let's assume that you're practicing being more aware. You need what's called an anchor. Something to tie you back in the moment. We're talking about in the moment, like you're trying to play a match or you're trying to do whatever it is that requires you to be focused and not fearful because fear, fear holds you back. Fear makes you make more cautious decisions more often. And it gives you this impression and creates this self-fulfilling prophecy where you're always looking to fail because that's what you expect to happen. So if you have a really high level of fear, or you're like you're afraid of failing, um, you're not putting your 100% into what you're doing. And for some people, that is the defense mechanism. Oh, if I don't put 100% in, then it won't be as painful when I lose. And that's, that's kind of this logic that a lot of people have. But the issue with that is that it makes growth very, very hard because you're so focused on your feelings and, and your per, the perception of how you see yourself or how other people see you. You're so focused on that that you don't have any bandwidth left to think about, oh, what kind of patterns do I see? What is this person doing? Where is weak areas? What can I do to the, overcome this button right here? It's too busy reaffirming what you already think you believe rather than changing what you control. So when I go back to the point of anchor, you need to have something that brings you back to now. Because one thing that's really important to understand is when you're thinking about fear, when you're, when you're in a fear-based mindset, you're either in the future or you're in the past. You're not in the present. And what you want to do is be 100% in the present which for some people might not make sense. But you can't play at your best if you're thinking about things in the past or in the future. You could be reminded of something that happened in the past and that's that you're going to relive that. Or you could be fearing something that's coming up and you're distracted on that. 
but you you can't think about that and anticipate your opponent's playstyle to the best ability. So from an objective standpoint, it's inefficient to be fearful, um, which is one of the reasons why I practiced it out of my mindset whenever I notice I have it. Uh, there's been several different areas, like this marriage coming up. Um, I talked to my wife, a new, my new wife, that uh, <laughs> that we, you know, I was scared because I don't really mix and mingle friends like that. You know, I've never had an event where I have my parents with my friends, with my like significant others' friends. Like that's that causes me extreme anxiety because I grew up in a, a sketchy background, a uh, sketchy past, a uh, painful past. And so that was something that was challenging to me, but I had to overcome. And as it got closer and closer, I got more and more anxious and nervous, but um, knew that I could still overcome it when the time comes and be able to focus mainly on the task at hand, being there for my wife, being uh, present during the ceremony, making sure that people are being safe uh, that do come to visit, stuff like that. That's one example. But nonetheless, we go back to this the situation where I'm at a tournament and I have those stream jitters. Here's a couple of steps that I've done. Um, they don't necessarily work for everybody, but because everyone works differently, but I'm going to share what I do and also what I can remember of what other people do. Uh, so one of the things I liked a lot, I talked about this very briefly before is if you're nervous about something or you're scared about something and you feel that, that your heart racing, you know, the butterflies, that kind of stuff. Uh, a lot of times that's the same reaction that your body gives off when you're excited about something. So it's almost like brainwashing, but we all we all brainwash ourselves in one way or another. So why not do it consciously? Uh, I make myself believe that I'm excited about what is happening and I find ways to be excited about it. Like, oh, OK, yeah, I might be I might think that I'm nervous, but OK, no, I'm going to tell my body. No, this is excitement. Let's see if I how best I can play while I'm in this state. You know, let me not focus about how I look, let me put more attention on what the opponent might be doing. So let's say we're leading up to the game actually starting, you know, loading screens, picking characters, all, all of that kind of stuff. I'm focusing more on what I can do and what I logically can't do. Like if say I'm, I, I, you know, I play Fong, I don't have a DP. So there's certain situations I might get put in where I don't have a DP answer. I need to, you know, just take a note of that think about that make sure i don't do these things who am i playing against um what can i do and not do against this character oh i'm playing against this character let me maybe pick this v trigger because it's just a little bit better because they're a zoner and you 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 give yourself more space to think about things that'll actually give you the outcome that you truly truly want uh because when you dig down deep fear will hold us back from what we really want but it just feels safer it feels nicer uh, but when you finally, when you really put yourself out there and give it your best and you don't allow yourself to focus on just the outcome, but what you, what you accomplished, where you messed up and can improve them, any learning opportunities. Because if you start thinking about mistakes as opportunities rather than just something to shame yourself over, you start to grow a lot more. But when you point out every single mistake, but rather than learning from your mistakes you berate yourself you stay where you are and you you put yourself down and you feel worse it's not something that is helpful or sustainable um you can be motivated that motivated motivated by that in the short run uh but it's not very sustainable unless you have a very strong emotional constitution so there's not too much of a point in in doing that kind of thing so i want to make sure i, I go back 
uh, because that's all the information I had, unfortunately, and I want to keep revisiting and digging deeper into these topics because I want to know them better. It helps me better as a coach to more understand this, and maybe I can find new ways to help people and explain things from their point of view. Uh, so that's that's what I do to deal with fear. Um, another thing that I also do is preparation. A lot of times, depending on the kind of event, like say a public speaking event, uh, a lot of times you can get rid of your fear by preparing. Uh, prepare my speech, memorize my speech, memorize my mannerisms when I'm going to speak, memorize my inflection. Um, you know, me, for me personally, I don't memorize the speech verbatim. I remember the key ideas and I remember the tone that I want to have when I am speaking and try my best to remember all of that. I, I don't always remember it all. Sometimes I start speaking too fast. Sometimes I forget to breathe. Sometimes I forget what I was going to say. Uh, but I just do the best that I can. And whenever I find myself getting nervous, I recenter myself. I used to be very scared of long pauses. I used to think that there was something wrong if nobody was talking at all, even for like half a second. Um, I didn't always say anything, but I had this anxious feeling. But I learned over time that if I don't care, you know, again, about what people think about me, if I don't care that I'm awkward or this is a cringy situation, then it's weird because whenever you don't care if something's awkward or not, then it, it's never awkward. You make it awkward by thinking it's awkward. That's it, You make your own reality. Because uh, so so what if someone is thinking about you in a negative way? So, when, so what if someone thinks you look stupid in that moment? They aren't you. They don't live your day to day. They don't make your decisions for you. So they don't dictate what happens in life. If someone thinks you're stupid, that doesn't make you stupid. That makes them think you're stupid. And their opinion doesn't dictate your outcome. And a lot of people are so paralyzed by what other people think about them. They don't do what they really want to do. They don't be the best versions of themselves because they're too afraid of what other people think. So kind of similar to when you are afraid of something, when you're afraid of what other people think, you hold yourself back in situations where you're around other people or might be seen by other people. And it took me a long time to be able to deal with that. It's a very scary thing because we're very social creatures. We're very naturally herd animals, so we want to be accepted by the pack. It's very, very instinctual for us. But in today's society, it's not always necessary to be accepted by the people around you in your inner circle. Uh, we have the privilege of being able to choose our inner circle now. We can choose the quality of people we're on, we're around uh, online with uh, to a degree. <laughs> so... It, it's life is a lot more different than when we were very instinctual animals, very primal animals. But uh, those emotions are still there. Those reflexes, that flight or flight that we feel when we get nervous. Uh, those are things that are left over from our past, even though we don't really need them the same way we needed them back then. So hopefully that helps. Hopefully that makes sense. Take some time. You know, depending on what kind of person you are in terms of like the fear-based mindset, the, the step first is, is knowing, understanding that you can make a difference in how you think. And controlling how you think is going to dictate the outcome of how you feel. You don't have to feel afraid. Uh, you don't have to feel mad or sad all the time. Now, I'm not saying that you're a robot and you never feel those things. Uh, and when you do feel those things, it's easier to bounce back from them because you have these methods. Uh, we're human. I, I lose a match. I feel upset. 
but I don't stay in that for the whole day, uh, for a whole hour. I try to go about, you know, five, five, ten minutes. I, I acknowledge that I'm salty. I acknowledge that I'm mad. I try to pinpoint why I'm mad. And then I change the story. Example. Let's say I, you know, I'm, I've been playing Kareen a lot lately. Uh, sometimes I lose a match and I don't know what the heck I'm, I did wrong. And I'm mad because someone kept doing the same thing over and over to me and I couldn't find an answer for that situation. I'm mad. I'm upstri- uh, upset. I feel stupid or inadequate. I feel that. I acknowledge it. I don't push it down or ignore it. I feel the anger and I acknowledge it and I call it out. And then from there, I understand I'm aware that I'm angry and I explore why am I angry and how can I look at this differently? Okay, he beat me. He made me look stupid. But what was he doing? Can I pinpoint it? Okay, no, I don't remember what the heck he did. Let's spend this next match trying to pay attention to what he did. Let's change the goal from winning. Let's change the focus from winning to figuring out what I can do. Because this one match isn't going to decide who I am as a person. I'm not so fixated on winning this one match against this person and showing him what for (laughs) that I, I can't sacrifice that match to learn something That'll help me in the long run. A lot of people want this short term, this instant gratification of winning every single match right now and not being able to prolong their gratification for what's down the line. They want everything right now. They want their outcome right now. And it does not work that way. Life doesn't work that way. Progress doesn't work that way. Relationships, true relationships don't work that way. It takes time. It takes focus. It takes intent. It takes review looking back objectively at what happened and not getting stuck in your feelings. So I think I said all I said, all I've had to say on this topic. I'm definitely tired and I can't articulate my words. I had like one sip of this drink and uh, so I'm not feeling the effects of that yet, but I clearly need to get some sleep. But I had a great week. Um, The marriage was great. I wish we could have had more people, but it just would have been safe. Um, I have a, one topic that I really want to talk about, but I want more news to come out on it first, possibly before I tackle it. But I really, it's a really important topic for me that's a little bit more on the political side of the FGC versus just what I've normally talked about with personal development. But I want to, I want to make it a learning lesson. So stay tuned for that. Hopefully, if more information comes out, I'll, I'll talk about it in the near future. Uh, thank you for hanging out with me. This podcast will be on all the normal places. I'll put it on YouTube as well. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> I'm going to chill for a little bit before I go to bed, but I'm going to hop off the stream. Uh, so feel free to DM me if you want to chat or anything like that. But thank you guys so much, and I'll see you all in the next one.